this episode of The Great Equalizer, I speak to Pretoria-based graphic designer and illustrator Megan Bird, whose work varies from quirky, intricate illustration to beautiful, yet simple corporate identities. Megan has a passion for typography and started her journey as a freelance graphic designer through her first co-founded company, Threehook, which specialized in collaborative illustration. Megan has since branched out into the world of children's books and recently published her illustrative take on Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland. She's also the illustrator of a National Sea Rescue Institute commissioned children's book called The Brave Turtle and most recently illustrated a children's book by Laura Solomon, What on Earth Am I?, that investigates complex topics for kids like identity, diversity and existentialism. Welcome, Megan. Hi. Um, so, Megan, I have inside info that, in addition to your many accolades, you're also a mom and a fantastic one at that. Uh, so I'm going to start off the interview firstly by asking who lives in your house? So, I am a mom. Thank you very much. I don't know about the fantastic bit, but I am a mom, <laughs> which is already saying a lot. Yep. Um, at the moment, four people reside in our house. Me, my husband, my two kids, two and four years old, and we have two very small, very adorable dogs. Okay. And the names of your kids? Uh, so it's Theo and Olivia. Okay. And their dogs, of course. They mean... Data and Samson. And were they here before the kids? Yes. They are our unofficial first children. Your, your fur babies? Yes. They okay. are our fur babies. Okay, and how did they accept Theo when he first entered the world? Uh, no, they were pretty jealous, I think. <laughs> they, no, oh, they're fine. They all get along pretty well. The kids feed them in the evening, so... Oh, okay, I like her. Yeah. So, um, yeah, on paper then, you could be described as a cookie-cutter suburban family. A mom, a dad, two kids, two dogs, living in a sleepy suburb in Pretoria East. Um, but as I sit in front of you here yeah, in your house, I can see that that's really not the case. Um, you're quite edgy. You're out there. You're cool, the kind of cool I could never be. You're definitely not just a mom, just a wife, just an artist. So who is Megan Bird? Because I know for a fact that that's um, influenced the way you parent. Or how do you think it's influenced the way that you parent? Um... Yeah, that's like, that's a difficult question. I think, <laughs> I think that I am, I am a creative, I'm a creative and um, I am a maker of things. And I think that that has really sort of shaped the way that I do stuff. So when I say that I'm a creative, my whole world, my whole life is about creating things, making things. Mm. Um, and I think in the same way that you create an artwork, you create a little person and you're sort of responsible for shaping a little bit of him, a little piece of him. Yeah. So, um, although I think that's a really a big responsibility to take onto yourself, well, that's, a yeah, creator that's of people. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's essentially what I do is I make, I make things. And how do you feel about your the notion of your kids being a part of you, or do you, or do you see them now as little entities running around that I mean that aren't a part of you? So yeah, I mean they are completely their own people. They are amazing 
in the things that they do and the side and the decisions that they make at two and four years old. It's incredible the things that they are capable of. And while I definitely can't take credit for like a good 90% of that, I think that a 10%, small 10% um, is because of me and of course my husband. And that makes me so proud and so fulfilled. Do you feel, do you see in either one of your children or both of them a little bit of that creative spark? Do you think that's rubbed off on them? So, I mean, there's always wishful thinking and hope, yeah. hopefulness that they will also be, um, or not also be, but that they will be creative people and um, in the arts community. But I think being creative doesn't necessarily mean that you survive in the community of art. I think that it it's a discipline that can be applied universally. To be creative is is absolutely an honor and you can do that in any industry. You can do it as an engineer, you can do it as a scientist. Yeah. You can do it as a mechanic. So yeah. So totally. you're not you're not necessarily gonna be super disappointed if you've birthed two doctors. No, not or a, at all. Or a lawyer, a doctor who, and a lawyer. <laughs> who would totally be disappointed if they, they birth doctors? No ways. Free medical care. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, not, not at all. I wouldn't be disappointed. I think um, creativity plays a really big role in how I parent them. Okay. Of course. And I hope. How so? Like what, did, what would a, a typical you know, Saturday spent with the kids look like if you're um, just sitting at home and, and being well, your creative self? 70% of the time, it's stuff like, you know, just managing the kids and that alone takes so much time. <laughs> but I think it's more, it's not about the Saturdays, it's not about the special days. I think it's about your approach to ordinary day things that makes a difference. Um, and seeing how creative you can be living an ordinary life, an everyday life. I've got a feeling though that you're a crafty mom. I am pretty crafty. Okay. I built a... A really big, like, three-meter submarine oh, man. for Theo for his <laughs> for his under-the-sea birthday party. Ah, his most recent one. His most recent one, yes. And we, um, for the birthday party before that, we we created a him a Batmobile. We made him a Batmobile oh, out awesome. of an old electrical car. It cost <laughs> us like thirty bucks in total. No way. And um, and people are always so surprised by that, but um. Yeah, totally. I, I craft, I craft my life away. I, mean, I hate that. I'm so jealous because I, I throw money at a problem. I'm so uncrafty. Oh, I think. I mean, there's something being said for that as well. I wish, I wish that I had more time. Yeah, of course. Um, but I think that there's a really valuable lesson that they learn from seeing things being made. Mm, something, see- something coming. Coming yeah. alive from nothing. Yeah, right. So, I mean, there's always, I always feel this internal struggle about giving the kids big presents, like giving them a Batmobile. What kind of four-year-old has a Batmobile? But I think... Like an actual toy that you like just yes. spent, what, 900 grand at Toys R Us? Not even like two or three grand, you know? Jeez, like, yeah. And um, I never want to be that person who just splurges the whole time. So I think it's really important for them to see the process of creation, Mm. to know that from the hard work, from creativity, 
these sort of extraordinary things can happen. Yeah, and you get that reward. Yes. I also think there's a lot to be said about the time. I mean, you say that you wish you had more time, but I think in in saying that you you do probably spend that when you are getting creative with them, it is time spent with them and it is you know, that's the yes. typical thing of they'll rather play with a box than play with the actual toy that you bought. Yes, but yeah. also now that you're in there with them and getting your hands dirty with them and you don't mind to do that, you're also just spending the time with them and yes. there's a lot to be said in that. So, I mean, we we buy our kids' boxes instead of buying them toys. Literal you know? boxes. Literal boxes <laughs> because it's just such a great... It's such a, I mean, cardboard... And anti cutters. Not that I would give my two and four year old anti cutters, but cardboard and box cutters are the foundation of making, right? I mean, that's where it all starts. You can make anything you dream of with cardboard. Like anything that happens in the imagination of a two and four year old, you can make out of cardboard. And I mean, that is the most important lesson. One of the most important lessons that I could teach them is that they are responsible for creating their worlds and they could be normal boxes or they could be extraordinary fantasy worlds with rocket ships and you know just so if you if you can dream it you can do it so yeah, go for you, it babe yeah totally and i mean being creative being a creative opens those doors and i don't and i mean I'm going to contradict myself a little bit, but I don't even think that it's limited to just being creative. I think it's it's going and doing. It's, you know, it's just, it's deciding to just do it. Yeah. Um, just take the leap and make, make a rock. Don't be scared that it's not going to be perfect. Just yeah. For it. It's not going to be perfect. I guarantee you. Oh, it's such 90% a good of the lesson time, for kids, isn't it? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not, it's definitely not going to be perfect. Half of the things that we do, like the submarine only lasted a few hours before it fell apart <laughs> on but the it, day on the birthday on the birthday but those few hours were so amazing oh and you weren't that mom going no don't touch the submarine it's no of break. course well that's i mean that's also uh, uh the benefit of using reused cardboard boxes is you not you're not sentimental about them yeah. they can they can get destroyed oh man such a good lesson i think um well, we we are veering off from, from our topic. I do want to get into your children's books. Yes. So um, talk to me about how you ventured into children's book illustration. And was it something that you always wanted to do? Or was it inspired by your role as a creative mom? So I definitely don't think that you have to have kids to be able to do it and to be able to do it really well. Mm-hmm. Um Doing children's books was never really a dream, but it was also always something that I really wanted to try. And I tried it and I really enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed interpreting the characters and carrying those characters through across multiple works mm-hmm. instead of just doing one work. Um, and I mean, it's a learning process. You know, doing children's books, the process is so much it's so different from just doing singular illustrations. Um, there are so many things that you forget to consider, the continuity. Mm. Um, so it's it's a little, it's definitely more challenging than the ordinary illustration, but I love it. It's a good challenge. And uh, so unsurprisingly, I really wasn't surprised um, when I found out, but you were approached by Cape Town-based publisher Imaginary House. 
um, to take on the role of illustrating Alice in Wonderland, um, a children's classic. Uh, was this daunting to take on a classic like that? Talk to me about the process of Alice. So Alice, um, Alice in Wonderland, I really, really enjoyed um, working on it. Mm-hmm. It was the first children's book that I wanted to do or that I did. So obviously it was quite important that I did it well. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not it was daunting, I don't know. Like Alice, Alice in Wonderland is a story that has been visualized so many times before so there's so much variation on the market i mean i think a lot of us also have that classic disney yes that's what i think of yeah you know not even the storybook yes. just the, yeah. the so disney I, movie i mean right? i definitely watched the disney version as well as i was going into illustrating it just for some inspiration mm-hmm. and it's always good to know what other people have done in the past and i think for th- for those reasons it was less daunting because there's such a deep pool of inspiration for you to draw from. And, I mean, people have done absolutely amazing things with Alice. So I just hope that it's sort of my Alice is a drop in the bucket, but it's sort of a drop that uniquely represents South Africa. Yeah. Awesome. Did you bring anything of South Africa into it? Is, was that a specific goal of you and the publisher? Or? So later on during the project, it definitely became a goal. And we definitely started adding more South African elements to it. Um, and those are my favorite pots. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. So now since that, you've been on a roll with Imaginary House and um, with the Brave Turtle and uh, your latest co- collaboration with Laura Solomon. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, sure. So um, Laura is an awesome, awesome writer. Um, she wrote a beautiful story, um, which I really, which I really enjoy. It's about a, a child who sort of creates characters in her mind in the book and she doesn't really know which one she can relate to the most and I think it's um it's really interesting it's a really great process to see her go through all of these different characters wondering which one she relates to the most which one she is what Mm -hmm. on earth am I and um yeah female character was really important to us to have Mm -hmm. um the brave turtle is a book that I'm working on at the moment and it's definitely my favorite that i've done so far okay tell me more about that it was national sea rescue institute commissioned yes um so it's it was commissioned as part of a fundraising initiative for the national sea rescue institute Mm -hmm. so they will sell it and the profits will go to them um yeah it's really cool and um so there's a lot of water and I just sort of visually, there's a lot of water, and I just love that. I think it's such an interesting, interesting thing to draw and to play with. I'm yeah. really, really having a good time drawing water. In fact, I, the other day, I said to myself, I'm like, I think this is my new favorite thing to draw is water. Kind of a new motif, a new inspiration. Yes. Piece yeah. Okay. And I mean, it's so often, it's sort of, it's quite a difficult thing to draw because it's, it's so, you know, in the ocean, it's such a solid mass, but it's not solid at but there's all. Movement there's and, movement. There's movement. You've got to depict and, that movement. Hey? Yes. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it's, the ocean is home to such amazing 
to such an amazingly diverse population of animals it's just it's incredible i love i love the ocean i love it i think it's going to be a really awesome book deadline is two days away okay so by the time that this comes out it'll probably be out already so i'm really really excited about that awesome well we're happy to promote the hell out of it um (laughs) you know i've got a passion for children's books as well and um i've got a real passion for your illustrations they're stunning Thank just, you. The, you can see the love behind it. You can definitely do that. So for all our listeners, do check out Megan's work. Um, all the books are Imaginary House books, correct? Yes. So for sure, just uh, go have a look. Um, Megan has a profile on, on Imaginary Books site, and uh, we'll link everybody up to that in the show notes for sure. Um, so I, I, I do have a question that's kind of off off topic. Yeah. But that's, uh, what do Olive and Theo say about um, your books? Do they, do they love it? Do they, are they a bit too young still for, I mean, they're a bit too young still for Alice, but what do they say about mom's, mom's illustrations? How do they react to it? So um, in, all of the, in all of the books that I do, I add little Easter eggs. Oh, nice. And the Easter eggs are of course about my kids yeah so it's things that they only that only they will think are special so i often point out the easter eggs and they they love those Is it? okay love so those. for instance can you share with us um was it a secret yeah i mean there are in alice in wonderland there are portraits of them really? they are two of the characters that walk along with the queen oh and in what on earth am i there are, there's a there's a shot with a family sort of um, there's this family sort of shot. It's a photo in the in the book, and the two of them are are standing there in the background. <laughs> oh, that's really special. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's like even more so than a dedication in the front of the book. Like that is so. I mean, amazing. it's sort of it's of course it's always respectful of the original published work. And yeah. It's, um, but I really like. I really enjoy as an illustrator. You can really add those kinds of details and um and not only make it special to you and to your kids but to everyone yeah so it was we always add in little little easter eggs and um and things and and yeah they do they do enjoy them my husband in the evenings he they get a storybook every evening and um occasionally it's one of mine (laughs) they choose it out of their own um I don't know. Like oh. I, so, so my husband does the the book reading. Okay. So um, every now and then I'll just hear him reading oh, one of man. mine, which is it's cool. So special, yeah, it's so cool. I mean, it's sort of it's nice having them around because I often ask, especially Theo, the oldest, the older one. Mm-hmm. I ask him, you know, what do you, what does this look like? And if if a kid can figure it out, then I'm like, cool, sure. happy with that. Yeah. You Good know, test audience. Yeah. It? So it's it's always great having them around. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, I saw on your Instagram the other day you actually had a bunch of you had them yes. as your test audience. Yeah, hey? yeah, yeah. So I don't share too much personal stuff mm. on my Instagram page, but I just thought that that was the most amazing moment. Them having sort of comments about the book that, I'm, that I'm working that. on. Yeah, oh, I love that. So what's next? You you're working on the Brave Turtle deadlines two days away, as you said. Um, What's next for Megan Bird? What are your future endeavors? Um, I don't know. Like, I really, um, I do a little bit of work for, um, 
for some agencies in California and mm-hmm. all of the projects are very conservation based. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoy that. I feel like it's sort of my meaningful contribution to the world. Yeah. So I hope to continue with that work. Um, Where can we find that? So I mean, if anybody's super interested in that, is it on your website? Yeah, so I hope uh, I so you can find me on my website, which is www.meganbird.com. Mm-hmm. Um, That's M E G A N M E G A N Bird Bird B I R D. Yeah. So I hope to do some sort of science-inspired work. I'm really interested in science and geology. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to illustrate another board game. So please, people, if you have a board game idea, I would love to illustrate it. That's so cool. You had like a proposal board game that you did. So, yes, yeah. So it was friends of mine who got married and the proposal was through a board game and it was was really awesome, yeah. Nice, mate. Guys, uh, this is a super talented chick. She is amazing and she is humble about her role as a mother. But um, yeah, she inspires me every time I, I catch up with her. Uh, she's a great mom and a great graphic designer. And I'm going to link everybody up to it and uh, just uh, yeah, give her a shout out and buy some of her books. Um, yes, thanks, Megan. buy them all. Buy them, seriously. They're, they're worth it. The illustrations are beautiful. So. Megan, thanks for joining us. Thank and you. And I'm sure this won't be the last time that we chat. Yes, thank you so much, Sam. It was awesome.